trying to get up to speed on the Colts? This is your one-stop shop, the Colts Daily Update. Here's your host, Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts, from the Power Home Solar Radio Studio. Hey, good evening. Welcome to the final Colts Daily Update of the week. No update tomorrow, of course, on Thanksgiving. Happy early Thanksgiving, everybody out there. The Colts, they will work out tomorrow morning, then have most of the afternoon and the evening off to be with family on the holiday. I'm Matt Taylor. Good to be with you tonight here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Joined tonight by J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com. J.J., happy early Thanksgiving, pal. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, same to you as well, Matt, you and your family and everyone out there listening. Uh, happy early Thanksgiving. Yeah. What do you got planned tomorrow? How are you uh, celebrating? I, I'm going to brine a turkey for the second straight year. I got the I got the big bucket ready to go. <laughs> got a bunch of water and vegetable stock and uh, excited to do it. It turned out really, really good last year, Matt. I never nice. I never even cooked a turkey before. Decided to give it a give it good wet brine, and boy, did it turn out tasty. Now, did you Google it? Did you YouTube it? How did you know what oh, to do? Oh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't come up with this on my own. I, I went ahead and uh, <laughs> found the Food Network Alton Brown link and went ahead and went there with that recipe. Well, you're a better man than I. I'm going to the butcher shop here in a minute to pick up some steaks. So. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Steak on Thanksgiving, underrated choice. I, I like the way you think. I know. Very untraditional, but that's where we've gone the last couple of years. I'm not a big turkey guy, but uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Indeed. Let's talk about the Colts. We only got about a 10-minute uh, window here before the Pacers play tonight, J.J. The Colts are hot right now. They've won three in a row. They're coming off a dominating win over the Bills on Sunday. I guess just what's your confidence level on this team right now heading into another big weekend against the Super Bowl champs? Well, look, the, the Colts just went to Buffalo and beat a team that was ranked number one in DVOA, which is a stat that uh, I like to look at from football outsiders. And essentially, to me, it tells you really how good a team is beyond their record. The Buffalo Bills were number one in the NFL, and the Colts went out and beat them by 26 points. So kind of hard to not be confident going into a game this weekend against the team that replaced the Buffalo Bills as the number one team in DVOA in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, and that's that's I think it's a good stat. It's a good indicator of how teams are playing right now. And the guy for the Colts that's playing his best football right now is Jonathan Taylor. And the rest of the NFL world is getting to know Jonathan Taylor as well. He set the franchise record, five total touchdowns on Sunday. He's the ninth player over the last 40 seasons to have 1,400 yards from scrimmage and 12 scrimmage touchdowns in each of his first two NFL seasons, J.J. Is is he a legit MVP candidate? I know that's been kind of tossed around a little bit this week, but what do you think as far as legitimately after Week 17 is over being in that conversation? Look, I don't think you have to convince anyone listening to this that Jonathan Taylor has been one of the best players in the NFL this season, but the convincing would be on a national scale. Not just that he's been one of the best players, but he's been one of the most valuable players because that's the – the operative word in there, most valuable player. And the MVP is an award that generally goes to quarterbacks. 17 of the last 20 MVPs have been quarterbacks. There hasn't been a running back to win it since Adrian Peterson in 2012. And it, it's just the, the way the NFL is going toward being more and more of a passing league, it's making it less and less likely that anyone but a quarterback will ever win MVP ever again. So no matter how great a season Jonathan Taylor is having, mm -hmm. he has an uphill climb against the national narrative about running backs. I, again, look, if you asked me today who the NFL MVP is, I would say you got to consider Jonathan Taylor because what he has meant to this Colts offense and what what thing, you know, 
how he has led them from one and four now to six and five and being right there in the thick of the AFC playoff race. It has been on the back of Jonathan Taylor. But again, Matt, it's a tough conversation nationally because I think a lot of people, everyone nationally certainly knows how good Jonathan Taylor is and respects how good he is. But I think if you asked a lot of people around the league, if anyone but a quarterback could win MVP, they'd probably say no. Again, I'm not, I I don't know if that's fair or not. I think in this case, it's probably not, but I, I think that that's what Jonathan Taylor's up against. He's not up against Dak Prescott or Matthew Stafford or Tom Brady. He's up against that narrative that's out there nationally. Mm-hmm. That's a good point right there. J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com. I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update. And, and sticking with J.T. in the running game, the Buccaneers on defense, they've led the NFL in rushing defense in each of the last couple of seasons. They're number one again so far this year. They're holding teams to under 80 uh, on the ground. They've held three teams to under 60 so far this season. But the Colts just tore apart the Bills. Can the Colts do what they did to the Bills, to the Bucks, to a reasonable degree coming up on Sunday when the Buccaneers know they're going to get a heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor? My, my response to that would be, why not? I mean, what have we seen from the Colts' offense that indicates they could be stopped by anyone at this point? And look, Tampa Bay, that front they have, with you know, starting with Vitavea and Adamican Sue in the interior, they are monsters against the run. And those two guys allow Levante David and Devin White, the Bucks' two linebackers, to basically play without being touched. Like mm-hmm. the, those two guys in the middle take up so much space and are so good that it allows the linebackers to really fly around, shoot the run gaps, and make plays on opposing running backs. So this is going to be a different kind of challenge than the Colts faced against the Bills, who were without Starload Lele in the interior last week. But again, who, who is, who, who am I to say the Colts can't handle this? I mean, they've handled everything that's been thrown their way so far in the run yeah. game. And the thing that, that, that's just crazy, Matt against the bills, Jonathan Taylor ran the ball 11 times against eight or more men in the box in non goal to go situations. So that's 11 times the Bills said, no matter where we are on the field, we are not letting Jonathan Taylor beat us. Mm-hmm. And he gained 54 yards on those runs, nearly, nearly five yards a clip. The NFL average against eight-man boxes outside goal-to-go situations is 3.7 yards per carry. Jonathan Taylor blew that out of the water against the Bills, and that's a really good run defense. Mm -hmm. So, look, if he can do that against the Bills and that run defense, when they're doing whatever they can to stop him, why why can't he do it against Tampa? It's going to be a fascinating matchup. No doubt about it. Let's go. Uh, closing out the Buccaneers, they are of course an NFC team. So the Colts, they don't see them very often once every four years in a normal year. This is, you know, the week 17 game, if you will, or the additional game to the schedule with the Colts playing the NFC South team that finished second last year, that would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But this could be the final time Tom Brady ever plays at Lucas Oil Stadium, JJ, from what you can gather. Do Colts fans, do they still hate this guy? Tom Brady's 15-4 and four all time against the Colts. Is the hatred still there? Yeah, because my wife is a diehard Colts fan, and she does not like Tom Brady. <laughs> um, so I can, I can confirm from my own uh, experience that yeah, it's still there. But also, hey, you're, you're saying this is the last time Tom Brady's coming to Lucas Oil Stadium? I said perhaps. Uh, are you sure about that? I, said, I just sure said perhaps. Per- I mean, the guy might play till he's 63. Tom, Tom Brady at the age of 52 coming back to Lucas Oil Stadium. Who, who's to say that won't happen? I mean, 
DeForest Buckner today, Matt, when he was asked what is he, what he was going to be doing at 44, he was like, I don't know, probably traveling the world with my wife. And someone said, oh, so you're not going to be playing football. And he, he jokes, <laughs> yeah. if I'm playing football at 44, then I'm broke. <laughs> Something's football. gone terribly wrong. Exactly, exactly. So what Tom Brady's doing is just, it's yeah. it's unbelievable. No matter how much you dislike him because of what he does in the field, you got to respect the fact that he is playing at an MVP contender-like level mm-hmm. at the age of 44 years old. But I do have to say, Matt, the most, the most impressive accomplishment a 44-year-old has done in athletics in the last five years has been Bartolo Colon hitting a home run in his, <laughs> uh, in his mid-40s. I think I, rem- I think I remember that. Yeah, the big fella kind of just San Diego Padres. Yeah, just snuck the bat out there. James Shields. It's it's the best baseball highlight I've probably ever seen, <laughs> and uh, no, nothing Tom Brady does at the age of forty four will top that in terms of, in my mind. I, I would I would agree to disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think what Tom Brady's doing is just a slight more impressive. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> All right, my friend. Hey, thanks as always for the time. Enjoy the holiday coming up tomorrow with friends and family, and uh, good luck on that turkey. We'll see you on Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium. All right, same to you, Matt. You got it, pal. J.J. Stangovitz, I'm Matt Taylor. That's all the time we have tonight. We're up against it. The Pacers are next. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and thanks for listening to the Colts Daily Update here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.